HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hi, I'm Steve Jenkins. I work for Fairway Markets in the New York area. And we're awfully proud to support Heritage Radio. And we care so much about everything that goes on out here at Roberta's in their studio. Because they talk to people who are, are serious about food. And that's what we are at Fairway is we're serious about food. We, we just care very deeply about, about you as a, as a customer and how you cook and what you cook with and how you entertain. And, and that's why we love to support Heritage Radio because it, it, it's pretty much the same thing. It's wanting to, to find happiness through serious food and people who are serious about it. And, and care about learning everything there is to learn about it. And that's, that's, we're kindred spirits. If it's something worth having in your kitchen, you're going to find it at, at Fairway. And if there's somebody worth talking to about food, you're going to find them on Heritage Radio. And we will be supporting you guys for a long, long time. At Fairway, I'm your personal grocer, Steve Jenkins, Fairway Market. your host, Kathy Irway, and this is Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. Um, so perhaps some of you made some New Year's resolutions earlier, a month or so ago. Maybe it had to do with losing weight, or maybe you wanted to take up an arcane craft. Maybe you wanted to start saving a little more money. Maybe stop spending a little more. Amen. Yeah, and maybe uh, you're losing a grasp on that uh, goal, but I have a guest who can really, really help you out with that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is Reverend Billy from the Church of Earthalooya, previously the Church of Stop Spending, right? Stop Shopping. Stop Shopping. Yeah, yeah. What? What? Spending's okay if it's, you know, local. (laughs) Spending is okay if it's local. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're throwing our bodies wait. across the front doors of chain stores. <laughs> yeah, so driving devils out of the cash registers of super malls. Yeah, why why are we spending so much these days and shopping so much? What's going on? Well, we're, we have to give ourselves some some a little bit of forgiveness here. We're under tremendous psychological pressure. The cor- corporate marketing budgets are very high and invasive. Yeah, and uh, very smart people that have gotten psych graduate degrees and uh, from Stanford and Harvard, you know, are getting six-figure salaries the first year out of school to to 
decipher our desire and is this a, figure us out. Is this a message from the devil? Or? That's the devil. That's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> How do we uh, reclaim our souls here? This is the kind of thing you're doing here at Roberta's Pizza. Uh, by building up our uh, the magic in our foreground uh, in our relationships and mm-hmm. in the relationship we have to things around us. So eating got, at Roberta's Pizza is okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. that's not shopping. That's living. Amen. Amen. Before I came here, when I arrived here, Reverend Billy was standing on the uh, little earth, uh, what is, what's it called? The, you know, the, the rooftop garden here above this shipping container saying, urban gardening. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. It's beautiful up there. I'd like to. I'm so uh, excited that you like it. Yeah. Have my lunch here when I'm finished. Talk, yes. Talking to Kathy. We'll, we'll get to that soon. So what is the um, story behind the name change to Earth, the Church of Earthalooia instead of, should we keep shopping now and then, <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I think, I think that we're, uh, we're being consistent with our past that goes back more than 10 years now. We, we, we started preaching in Times Square against the Disney Company in oh. the late 90s. Um, we, we, in the beginning of our work, we're very concerned with local economies, with sweat-free and fair trade uh, um, eats and drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that hasn't changed. But through the steps that a lot of us have gone through in our lives over the last decade, uh, we've just increasingly noticed the crisis of our earth. And mm-hmm. the, the physical systems that you know, make it possible for us to live here are basically in peril. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to come to such a uh, uh, basic life and death problem and give it um, give it a, a, a look-see as a person to study it and to, to come up with a response. It's the apocalypse. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. So we're in a very interesting place right now, a scary but interesting place. Much of our media, especially, say, movies, are based on the apocalypse, <laughs> Certainly video games, but, but a lot of our movies as well. Maybe not so much the King's Speech. <laughs> <laughs> Although Colin Firth's tongue may be having an apocalypse. <laughs> but, uh, we, but we go to these media events the way we go to corporate marketing, to purge ourselves, to have an experience that, that really is just desire uh, at its most, you know, it's a sugar hit. Yeah. It's not eating it's in. It's right? <laughs> it's eating out yeah. in the wrong place. <laughs> and... and uh, uh, try to keep your metaphor happening here, Kathy. But <laughs> um, we're looking for uh, new ways to um, to talk about, to perform, to be persuasive, to be entertaining about what's happening with the earth. Yeah. Of course, we are a gospel choir, the Stop Shopping Gospel Choir, uh, and now we're in uh, the East Village every Sunday. Wow. And this is the occasion for the name change. It's called the Church of Earthalluia, and it's actually a church. It's every Sunday. <laughs> we're we're post theistic, you know. If we're a fundamentalist church, the only fundamentalist law that we have in our church is that there's no such thing as fundamentalism because <laughs> because we worship nature, we worship life, and and as we know, that's Mother Nature, nothing but mysterious. Amen. Yeah, life totally. is not explained, and that's why it's beautiful. So we, uh, you know, are gradually shifting. We still, uh, you know, want people not to go to super malls because those products are sweatshop products we want them not to go to chain stores because they're they're damaging our local economy and that is an earth issue of course but now now in 2011 uh with the physical systems of the earth and the uh just 
becoming going haywire yeah. uh, with these these feedback loops. Just, I mean, the Earth scientists are just screaming, uh, "This is worse than we thought." Every few days, we have a so-called natural disaster somewhere. Now, a couple of days ago, it was, it was the earthquake in, in Christchurch, New Zealand. But just the, the droughts, the Scary. typhoons, the, the earthquakes, yeah. the melting ice, the, 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 the crashing blackbirds. I mean, we're in this Old Testament b- biblical. <laughs> kind of, and and uh, people basically are not talking about it, okay? <laughs> you know, you might have a physically alluring... Um, if a little bit too made up TV anchor looking you in the eye and reporting another natural disaster. But basically, uh, the leaders of our nations, the, lead, the leaders of our corporations, the leaders of our armies and religions, I mean, the, the people leading big institutions, I guess big is bad because they're not talking about it. They haven't said anything. What about the real churches? Well, some they're, of them yeah. are, some of them are, and some of them aren't. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're seeing the Christian church, the Christian church is often compromised on, mm-hmm. on, on issues of change. Uh, half of the churches. We're supporting slavery right up, right up into the Civil War. Mm-hmm. A lot of them support the wars in Iraq and, and these colonial bloodbaths that our tax, taxes pay for. We, we, we started our own church, and we're, a lot of us are, uh, you know, finding a, an earth life, finding a spiritual life by our love of, of, of taking a walk, our love of sex, our love of intimacy with... This life that we're given, this wonderful gift, and it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, isn't it? I mean, wow! Absolutely. What is it? It's you know? a wake-up call. Yeah, <laughs> I find your your church very uh, refreshing, and in a way that is um, just completely. Uh, it's it's novel, yet it's it's uh, back to basics. You know, back to what do you hope people take away from uh, your gospel choir? Well, at the end of every service, we uh, we have our altar call, like Billy Graham. You know, you, if you yeah. if your if your soul's converted to loving life on earth, uh, come up and sing with us. And people come up on stage, and they okay. did last night. You know, and we just sing joy, we sing yeah. Earthaluya together, <laughs> Earthaluya, <laughs> and the band goes, and and the, uh, our forty singers are so wonderful. They're from all five boroughs and uh, from all over the world, really. Um, so, Amen. So it, it's it's just trying to find a new way. Um, even some of these environmental groups, they their style, they they seem like corporations to me, like like the NRDC, you know, National Resources Defense Council. You pick up their graphics and who they support, and um, they're like rich lawyers. Uh, uh, I think that the environmental activist world needs to be all of us now. Yeah, and. A lot of the environmental groups have adopted styles from years ago, and they're good people, and they're doing the right thing, but it has to be all of us now. So would you find more of like a grassroots approach, like, you know, your organization and other smaller ones that are more community-oriented, I guess, localized rather than sponsored? Do you, do you find that we need to all work together somehow, band, you know, join forces, or just pr- proliferate and create more and more? Well, the local revolution, local Luya, amen, <laughs> yeah. is, is so important. Um, these food deserts out here in, in outer Queens and outer Brooklyn that uh, our friends are uh, finding a way to have direct relationships with farmers. And, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, uh, CSAs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the farmer's market revolution is terribly important. Um, these are earth-friendly, earth-loving 
um, activities, and they are revolutionary. I, you know, we we tend to get involved with laying our bodies down in front of Walmarts and going to jail, mm-hmm. but not everybody has to do that. You know? <laughs> Wait, going to jail from going to Walmart or what? Oh yes, oh. Walmarts had Reverend Billy arrested a bunch of times. Oh, so. oh, I see. You you go there and lay down, and then okay. <laughs> if I could talk about myself in the third person, <laughs> that guy that gets arrested, you know, <laughs> where that Elvis impersonator out there getting arrested by Starbucks. And how was your? I know you were in Madison last week. Yes, yes, they they invited um, Savitri and my daughter Lena, who's ten months old, into the rotunda, oh, wow. and uh, they put me on top of these milk crates, and I <laughs> I preached for a while. Thank you for putting us all into public space. Thank you for getting us back. You know, you're giving all of us courage. Thank you, thank you, and uh, I just felt so grateful to to these people. For the, wow. ri- the risk they're taking against this Tea Party governor. And, right, right. Uh, what was their response? Oh, their- we were just cheering and cheering and yeah. cheering each other, cheering each other. I think that that's key to having the willingness to be foolish. And ultimately, of course, you know, Tahrir Square in Libya. I mean, ultimately, a lot mm-hmm. of us must risk more than just our sense of propriety okay. uh, for change in this country. Real change in the United States is always involved. Some, some if not lots of people, uh, sacrificing their lives. Right. When you just go through the social movements and think of uh, the freedoms that we enjoy right now, mm-hmm. uh, labor, women, the abolition of slavery, gender rights, there were always uh, people. Yeah, I, I like that, yeah. that lesson. You said uh, the, the guts to be foolish, having that. that I think that's... Uh that's the start. I mean, uh, yeah. we're not going to shop our way out of this problem. We're mm-hmm. not going to style our way out of this problem. By you know? choosing whatever it's to gonna shop take something else. T- yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's going to change a t- take a change in our culture. Well, know? let's hear a little bit um, about the, or let's hear a little from the, the gospel. I know you brought a CD and you just, we're just going to put on a track. The, what is the, this? The Stop Shopping Gospel Choir is waiting in the wings here. I wish all right. they I wish they'd all taken the... the the L train out <laughs> to Roberta's preaching with me today, but um, well, let's hallelujah. They, we've got a song called Pushback. We'll be right back. Sundays at 12 p.m. with hosts Patrick Martins and Katie Kiefer. They examine issues from the interconnected worlds of agriculture, cuisine, and sustainability. 
They sit down with key players in the chain, from producer to consumer, farmers, distributors, chefs, activists, and journalists. The main course explores every important component of the eating experience, how the farmers raise their product, the distribution channels that move the product, how the chefs prepare it, and how ethics and policy affect everyone involved. Again, that's the main course, Sundays at noon, on the Heritage Radio Network. All right, that was uh, the Church of Earthaluya's Gospel Choir. You just listened to a song called Pushback. Um, this is Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Airway, and we've got Reverend Billy in the house. Amen. Joining us. Uh, you could check out their, their songs and other info events at their Facebook page, Church of Earthaluya? No, no, actually, Church it's, of, it's, it's yeah. my name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Talon. Uh, Reverend Billy Reverend Talon. Billy. Yeah, yeah. Talon. And that's also on Twitter, too. Um, uh, I wanted to take this back. So I first, uh, well, I've heard about Reverend Billy's church, I don't know how long ago, a while ago, and uh, I was always intrigued by it. And um, lo and behold, uh, he must have heard about my blog, Not Eating Out in New York, and sent me a note saying, I got to not eat out. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> do you still, do you, do you enjoy cooking? Is that a big part of a... Uh um, our family does. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that Savitri is is a, is a a better. That's cook, your wife. Cook Savi's my my partner, mm-hmm. my wife. Uh, she's better at it. Okay. Than I am. Well, I have you know. I have certain sort of grooves I go in. You know, mm-hmm. salads and pastas and omelets. I, uh, you know what I mean. But I'm I'm a little bit brutal. Uh huh. My, my problem mean? is I'm in a hurry. <laughs> okay. You know? But well, let's see. The hmm. yoga of preparing a, a wonderful meal is, um, if that's mm. a frontier for me, it's slower and deeper and I want to go there. I mean, it just helps me. It helps me be a better father. It helps me be a better preacher. Uh-huh. You know? I never thought of it that way. The yoga of creating a good meal. So it's kind of like a, a very, um, a chore- not choreographed, but... A thoughtful, mindful exercise. Uh, but are, like excuse that. me, but aren't you Kathy Irway, the art of eating in? Yes, but I never thought of it as yoga. Now I get it, and that's cool. The yoga of eating in your next book in a series. Of <laughs> e- oh my gosh! The that's eating a great in idea. franchise. Yes, here we Can go. You help me come up with the uh, the you know. Hallelujah! Or... <laughs> hallelujah! Yeah, a little bit. Of, you have okay. to tithe to the church so, now. Give a little, you know. This is the omelet yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so what it, what groove are you in right now, if any? Well, let's see. Uh, last night I made a kind of uh, montage of uh, we had just been on on the road all week mm-hmm. yeah. because we're we're at theater eighty every Sunday night at seven thirty. Wow. So the touring right now is between Sundays. Okay. So uh, uh, we were in Madison with the with the state workers, and then and then went from there to San Francisco, where sh- fabulous food. Wow, yeah, just, I know. Just, I'm so jealous of there. Man, climate, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> uh, and we were at the uh, we were at the home of Warren Weber, okay. uh, kind of pioneer uh, organic farmer. Awesome. Started way back in the seventies, and uh, in out in Point Reyes and Bolinas. West Marin County. So, uh, my weaving my way back by way of this t- tangent to uh-huh. your your question, 
Uh, last night, uh, after the show, the groove that I was in was taking uh, leftovers and uh, that had been in the refrigerator since before the tour, the, oh, the one-week absence, yeah. <laughs> and making a kind of uh, pastiche of... Uh, if not exactly a paste, it was <laughs> it was a uh, you could throw it on the wall and it, it would be modern art. Uh, <laughs> uh, it had it had uh, seeds and old kiwis. Um, it had some a uh, uh, couple kinds of cheese. No, uh, it had kiwis and cheese. What do you think? And uh, it had a it had a and I remember Savitri kind of. Looked over my shoulder at it and and sighed. Reverend, can you please read my book? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might help me out a lot, okay. and I'm really grateful. Just just this just this graphics on the cover looks like a better meal than, oh. than I had. <laughs> hey, you know, the leftovers creates a lot of innovation and inventions in foods. Sometimes some of the best, uh, like uh, chilaquiles, for instance. Uh, Mexican, exactly. There's a good one. Um, and so forth. So, you know, you don't always strike gold every time, but it doesn't hurt to try. That's what I say. Well, that's what our, that's what our performance is. People don't know if it's a political rally or a religious gathering or a, a theater comedy. They, and then they, they, they come in and they, they can't figure it out. And as oh, really? a result of not knowing what to call us, mm-hmm. oh, they might have a raw personal experience that they would name later. <laughs> um, but it might not be preempted by the kinds of attitudes that we bring to an experience that we already have a label for. Amen? Right. Amen. You so know, what would you call it? You wouldn't call it performance art, would you? Or what? I just, I, you know, I just, uh, it's the Church of Earth you yeah, know, Keep I, it open-ended. Keep the naming uh, more active and current and inviting people forward. Uh, I know, I know. There's some, you know, we have journalists who just pull faces and try to na- <laughs> name us with a traditional category, but... Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, we right now have got to invent um, one of the basic problems of culture right now is that we're persuaded that it's new, and it isn't. Mm-hmm. We're not new. Mm-hmm. We're very traditional. It's, we might be flashy. We might have. Uh, we might be doing things with pixelated perspectives that aren't. You know, and the information might be moving at a greater speed. Right. Amen. You have. Uh, yeah. You know, but uh, are we making new culture? Well. N- not really. We're not. Our culture isn't matching what's happening to to us mm-hmm. from the earth. The earth is new. You know, the earth is serving up these out, outrageous disasters. Uh, there are communications to us from a living thing called the earth. I mean, we have to learn to listen to a new language called earth. Right. Call that an art form. Call it a church. Call it. You know, it's culture. Right. But we call it natural disasters. We say, you know, send the ambulances. That's just what that was. We have to, we have to be open. And, and to be open like that is a is very radical notion. It's about inviting people to be indigenous. Mm-hmm. Because this, listening to the earth as if the earth is saying something to us, that predates the Enlightenment. That predates the Industrial Revolution. And that's what we're getting back to with these, you know, urban farming on the roof of this building I'm sitting in. We're making our way back to... A, a cohabitation with this living thing. If I may try to put a, a neat moniker or label on your <laughs> art, I'm going to try to say it has definitely some Eastern influence with the nature as being uh, governing, you know, or should be um, something that everyone 
takes in consideration, as well as a flavor of Southern Baptist style. Elvis uh, impersonating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's the yeah pop icon. Where, <laughs> and then a little bit of anarchist. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> then, no, you're not wrapping it up anymore. You're going on and on. Amen. On. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise be. All right, Reverend Billy, I ask everybody on this, um, maybe you've had an extra special um, the anniversary dinner or something like that. What would you think is the most romantic date meal, either to make or to be served or to sh- share and enjoy? Oh, amen. Well, I, you know, I like, we've got this little Sicilian bistro in Brooklyn, nice. down the street from our house, and Italian American. That's been <laughs> that's been romantic for us. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's nice. Um, it's it's uh, uh, wonderful, fresh uh, ingredients. Uh, whether it's primavera or or um, you know some fish dish, it's uh, uh, the, the people go. They go to the market every day, very early in the day, and they mm-hmm. and they you know shout and deal you know in the old <laughs> urban market tradition. Go to the fish market. Go, go to go as close as they can to the origins of that food. You know, right? And uh, they're from the old country. You know, they uh, Laura Leone is from uh, northern Italy, but but. Uh, uh, Sal Leone, the Salvatore Leone is the <laughs> the cook is is uh, is Sicily. from Palermo, oh. Sicily, I believe. Okay. So they are. Uh, it's called Laura's, and I I'm, ask. I uh, shamelessly plug the, the neighborhood bistro. It sounds great. It's hey. at Prospect and Reeve near the Fort Hamilton Parkway F station. That's been a. Uh, it's a psychic restaurant. You go in there and they 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 don't ask you what you want they say what kind of day have you had and you say you know what it was one of those days where i was spinning a lot and i i went to manhattan i had those errands and i just started spinning in the middle of houston street and i couldn't focus and i started bouncing off the walls and you know finally i like went off to housing works bookstore and i like spent two hours in there and i you know, and missed my FedEx mailing deadline, and and then I've had that kind of day, and then and then, then they would like, say, ah, I prescribe you. They don't even tell you what they're going to bring you, and then, then they go back into the kitchen, and like, <laughs> twenty, That's perfect. Twenty thirty minutes later, you get this whole spread, and it's it's the answer to your psychological problems. Man. Amen. Amen. <laughs> this has been revolutionary. I mean, if if everyone had a personal psych slash chef, yeah, I know. All right, that's that's the goal, right? I think of every chef. So really, be. I think that that's that you know is in isn't that true in 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 fresh organic food there is life energy. immediately a different kind of relationship with the people giving you the food. Oh, that's true. immediately. Yeah. It, it's not to, you had to source it, then butcher it and cook it, whatever. Um, you're connected to it. Exactly, and, and you're more intimate with 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 the whole chain of people all the way to the all the way to the plant, all the way to the living being that, you know, well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I know we have yeah. vegans listening to us, so I, I'm becoming self-conscious. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the beans and all that stuff, they're living, you know, I don't know. That's, that's my, that's my excuse, but 
Well, <clears throat> if the if the it, it seems like life on Earth is uh, has been taking some of us back in large numbers lately, um, with the, the extreme weather and geologic upheavals tripling in the last twenty years, and there are these disasters and and. Uh, uh, Mother is Mother Earth is more powerful than we are, and yeah. I don't. I wouldn't call Earth a predator necessarily, but um, we're. Yeah. I feel happy in my life right now. And, yeah. uh, if if the Earth if the Earth if the if the wave is going to appear above Roberta's Pizza and sweep us away yeah. into Newtown Creek, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm I'm. You know, life has death in it, and that's pushing death out of life. Is is paradoxically why we end up killing others it, it there's a fundamentalism the fundamentalism of 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 uh, insisting on a one version one sanitized version of life um ends up becoming eventually the vi- the violence that oh, we yeah. uh, identify with fundamentalism um so i think i just got a chill thinking about that thing. <laughs> going to that darker clouds. place there for a second <laughs> i gotta get to service <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, thank you so much. I guess that's about enough time, but thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Sister Kathy, thank you for, for having me out to your marvelous radio studio here in Roberta's Pizza. Amen. Thanks so much for coming all the way out here. You need a fundraiser with a, huh? with a radical gospel oh, choir. My you know, you, all right. You can look to us. Look out for that, guys. Amen. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Jack Inslee and everyone at Heritage. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening. The following is a public service announcement from Heritage Foods USA. In late March, Dan, Andrea, Patrick, and the Heritage team are traveling to the coldest reaches of the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont to help the Cantor family tap sugar maple trees. Then the maple sap will flow down to the sugar house where it is boiled gently over a wood fire just as it has been for generations. Just a few days later, this grade A amber syrup will be poured into the beautiful glass jugs and sent to you for pancakes, waffles, desserts, glazing hams, or just drinking by the spoonful. There's only a limited supply, so order today. Each one liter bottle is $45, including delivery. Delivery will be at the end of March, and we will notify you of the exact shipping date. Each shipment will include a CD explaining the whole process. You can also follow us on YouTube while we work and bottle. In the meantime, you can head over to the Heritage Radio Network archives and listen to Linda Palaccio talk about maple syrup on her show, A Taste of the Past, Episode 12. For more information, visit www.heritagefoodsusa.com. The following is a public service announcement from Heritage Radio Network. Join wine impresarios Aaron Fitzpatrick and Brian DeMarco as they dish out on the latest industry news with winemakers and tastemakers on Heritage Radio Network's revamped wine show, Unfiltered. Aaron Fitzpatrick, one of the first hosts on HRN with her program at the root of it, amps up the volume and unfiltered content with co-host Brian DeMarco in this 2011 Redux. True to the original format, Aaron and Brian will keep you abreast of current happenings and break down the news and global events, distilling complex into anecdotal stories that inspire. 
from media and political events to hailstorms in Argentina, no topic is out of bounds. Tune in every week to hear them chat up the industry's biggest personalities and host on-air tastings with visiting vintners and the country's hottest sommeliers. Whether you're an expert or an enthusiast, Unfiltered demystifies wine and lets you know what it really takes to get a bottle from the vineyard to your neighborhood wine shop. Unfiltered broadcasts live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Heritage Radio Network. The following is a public service announcement from the Museum of Food and Drink. Dave Arnold and Patrick Martins have gathered a team of New York's most innovative chefs and bartenders to create a nine-course fundraiser lunch at Del Posto, Sunday, March 27th. Their intent? To kickstart the greatest food museum in the world. The menu for this unprecedented event is derived from educational themes of the museum. Chefs will draw inspiration from sources outside their normal sphere. How will a cutting-edge chef handle the Paleolithic, or a dish only using pre-Columbian ingredients? What will a modern Italian chef do with ancient Rome? The chefs include David Chang of Momofuku, Wiley Dufresne of WD-50, Mark Ladner of Del Posto, Nils Noren of the French Culinary Institute, Cesare Casella of Salumeria Rossi, Carlo Maracci of Roberta's, Brooks Headley of Del Posto, and Christina Tozzi of Momofuku Milk Bar. Bartenders include Audrey Sanders of Pegu Club, Thomas Waugh of Death & Company, Simon Ford of Pernod Ricard, Damon Boltley of Prime Meats, and Eben Clem of BR Guest Restaurants. Proceeds from the event will directly support the Museum of Food and Drink. Tickets are very limited and $250 per person. To purchase tickets, please visit mofad.eventbrite.com. That's M-O-F-A-D dot eventbrite.com. Once again, M-O-F-A-D dot E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E dot com. Sponsored by Pernod Ricard, Heritage Foods USA, Pat LaFrieda Meats, Barterhouse Wines, Del Posto Restaurant.